Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Marcus Bronzy here for Trek Culture. Now, Trek has forever been about pushing the boundaries in both storytelling and the technology that's on the show. I mean, they were using iPads and pads well before we had the first eye anything. So when it comes to production, it's fair to say that the hundreds, if not thousands of people involved used everything available to make it look as real as possible for the audience whenever they could. And some of the finest shots in the franchise were filmed on a shoestring budget, whilst others required the touch of industry leaders like Industrial Light and Magic. ILM gave us the stunning flyby shots of the Enterprise D using a fiberglass model and some fancy camera work. Today, these moments of beauty can be created purely in digital studios and most of the time they look damned good. But this list is not about those moments. This list is about the other moments. This list is about pixels and renders that for one reason or another just did not come off. These are the 10 worst CGI moments in Star Trek. Number 10, Star Trek II Wrath of Khan, the Genesis Wave. I can almost see the comments already. What? How could he? No, that's terrible. What? It's a classic film. So just to be clear, this is an example of a bad scene from an otherwise fantastic movie. It's widely accepted that Star Trek II Wrath of Khan is one off, if not the best Star Trek film. So aiming criticism at it is a bit sacrilegious. However, fair's fair. And the animation in this scene Come on, come on, come on. It's not ideal, is it? Whilst it's certainly iconic and was reused for Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, it's not a good reflection on the ability of the franchise to deliver the beautiful visuals that it would come to be known by. It was a long sequence as well. 60 seconds of pure CGI in 1982 is a big ask, and it's of a quality that had never been attempted before, but perhaps this is an example of the guys starting to run before they could walk. However, model work in The Wrath of Khan does elevate the film and the entire sequence in the Matara Nebula is a classic example of why real studio models were used right up until Star Trek Voyager. They may have been more cumbersome, but they delivered a beautiful, punchy shot. Number nine, Star Trek Voyager in the flesh. Species 8472, 
aka bad boys of the universe, were the largest scale entirely digital race that were created for Star Trek Voyager. And so singling them out may come across as slightly harsh. However, this particular scene lands on the list because it's such a disappointing entry to Species 8472's canon. The Doctor administers a treatment that will reverse some DNA sequencing to reveal an alien in place of a Starfleet officer. Both the Doctor and Janeway show shock and fear. However, the thing they fear is neither shocking nor frightening. For their first appearance in the show, Species 8472 was shrouded mostly in darkness. So when we see this full CGI scene, we are supposed to be treated to something very special. However, the digital creature superimposed in this sick-based set with two defined actors serving to highlight the soft CGI edge in the foreground, I mean, humans and CGI at this time just, just didn't work and with the limitations of television budgeting available it's entirely forgivable to attempt this as the alternative option would be a guy in a suit. And in a few moments I'll let you know why that is not a good idea. Number 8. Star Trek The Final Frontier Overall effects The Final Frontier has its problems. It was beset with production issues from the off, not least because of the rushed production schedule and <clears throat> However, for the purpose of this list, its biggest drawback was the fact that Industrial Light and Magic, the people I gave great praise for at the top of this list, who had provided effects on all three previous films were working hard on Indiana Jones The Last Crusade. This meant they're unavailable to cover the effects in this movie, and it really shows. Plus, Shatner insisted on seeing all of the pre-visuals for the effects, adding large amounts of time to change anything he didn't like, which meant less time to polish the look of the final effects. The ending sequence was originally planned to feature fire-breathing rockmen and was replaced with a blob of light that would chase Kirk and good thing they did because the results of an actor in a suit made of fake rocks looked as ridiculous as it sounds. However, one massive positive the film has, while nothing to do with the effects, was the glorious return of Jerry Goldsmith to score the film, bringing back the Star Trek march from the motion picture. Redeeming. Number seven, Star Trek Voyager, Macrocosm. The macro virus encountered by Voyager had to be the potential to be a terrifying enemy to defeat. Instead, the soft focus, balloony looking creatures just serve to add to the hilarity of the overall episode. There are several issues with this season 3 entry. I mean, how did Voyager get to access those new phaser rifles? Whilst the idea of Janeway taking on a Ripley role itself would make for a great episode of Star Trek, the fact is she's fighting creatures that look like this. And this. And that. They completely deflate any sense of menace or drama from the scenario. And what's even more frustrating about these characters is that Star Trek Voyager had already shown some fairly impressive CGI work at the time. I mean, their whole ship was CGI. Many scenes in the first season stand out. The entire Grendel sequence from Heroes and Demons, for example, are also far superior. So whilst these creatures are not as bad as some of the other entries on this list, they do stand out as an awkward page in Voyager's history. An ill-conceived idea from the beginning, the entire scenario is best forgotten. Number six, Star Trek Enterprise, Stigma. This is an example of scenery which is often far easier to render than close-up shots of alien races. This is also an example of a mistake. This cityscape appeared in the Star Trek universe after the beautiful display of the cityscape of Romulus for Star Trek Nemesis. There's little argument to be had here. The people in this shot 
are so clearly of Sims quality that it's a wonder why they were even introduced to begin with. These are faraway shots and technically they should be better than the up-close issues that we had with some of the Zindi that we'll talk about in a moment or the macroviruses from Voyager. But what seems to be on display is a rush job, put into a scene with the hope of revisiting it at a later stage but instead they just said, you know what? Leave it in, no one will notice. We noticed. Cutting this shot from the episode will probably improve the whole scene as a whole. Number five, Insurrection, Admiral Dowerty's death. Now, this entry appears here not just for the obvious visual issue on display, but also for the fact that this film should have delivered way more. Following on the heels of the fantastic Star Trek First Contact, Insurrection was a hotly anticipated sequel. The tone opted for a more upbeat and hopeful message, which was a bit jarring after the pitch blackness of the Borg plot. That aside, it is the first film in the franchise to rely entirely on CGI and it is largely successful in delivering. The shots of the Enterprise E are mwah, beautiful, mwah, bellissimo, and the Sonar's fleet is terrifically rendered. The first CGI flaws, however, start to show in the shuttle battle between Data, Worf and Picard. But these are forgivable. The Sona's skin stretching technology is less forgivable. When demonstrated on F. Murray Abraham's Ra'afo, the makeup in place takes some of the edge off the CGI. The mask he wears is already stretched and twisted and pulled apart, so some CGI help doesn't make much of an impact. However, when the full intact face of Anthony Zerbe's Admiral Dowerty is thrown down onto the machine, the issues explode in your face. I mean, it's a roughly five second long scene and it robs any of the dramatic impact. Why? Well, the old man has just received a beating, which was uncomfortable to watch. I mean, the horror of his impending murder is looming. It's good enough. And then to deflate everything, his face is stretched like putty. It's an unfortunate end to what should have been a tense and upsetting scene. Instead, we just got to watch somebody get photoshopped to death. Number four. Star Trek Voyager Basics. Suffering many of the same issues that other Voyager entries on this list faced, the Hanonian Landiel was meant to be a terrifying creature of dread. It had the honour of being the first entirely CGI created creature for Star Trek Voyager. And whilst this was ambitious, it's also a victim of this ambition. I'll show you why. The first shot of the eel shown in this image has it wrapped up and waiting, and it looks like it's a matte painting until it moves. Another example of CGI clashing horribly with these actors in the scene. There is something positive to be said about this though, and that is these initial attempts pushed CGI artists further and further, allowing for greater displays of imagery in later seasons. I mean, this would be the precursor to the other non-humanoid creatures like the macro virus and species 8472. But without this rubbery, poorly put together eel, Star Trek may not have had the bravery to push forward into the CGI achievements it would later display. Number three, Star Trek Enterprise, the Zindi Aquatic. Enterprise season three pushed the boundaries with its CGI and it is responsible for the rise in the show's overall quality. The inclusion of five separate races of Zindis was a fantastic idea, demonstrating the differences in evolution of a race in ways that couldn't have been touched on before. The primates, the reptilian and the arboreal races all look excellent and makeup for each of these have varying layers and intensity and they're a triumph. But the latter two races, however, while certainly ambitious, let the side down for everyone. The Zindi aquatic race, exactly what it sounds like, is a water dwelling element of the Zindi council. There is very little to say other than that they uh, 
looks so out of place among most of the rest of the characters that it begs the question why the production team had to include them. Now this criticism does not extend to their ships because they look pretty cool, but them themselves? ain't looking too sexy. They are perhaps let down most by the now common theme of having to interact with real actors in scenes. I told you, CGI's and humans in the noughties just didn't work. They hadn't advanced far enough to make it look convincing. And these guys just came off as projected cartoons on the other side of a piece of glass. However, they are only the second worst of the Zindi races. <laughs> Number two, Star Trek Enterprise. The Zindi Insectoid. The Zindi Insectoid race were billed as fearsome, hot-headed and scary. But when it came to it, they weren't really that threatening. They inevitably call to the mind the similar woeful Genosians from Star Trek Episode 2 Attack of the Clones. They are, like the aquatics, entirely rendered through CGI, but the budget really does show whenever they are on the screen. They are shown most often alongside the reptilian race and it only serves to do an injustice to them both. The reptilians are supposed to be fearsome and deadly too, which they are most certainly are. I mean, when they're alone, thanks to a combination of acting and fantastic makeup, they're convincing, but there is no strong acting to reconcile the dreadful CGI displays for the Zindi insectoids here. Showing them in the room with the rest and having other actors react to them so seriously is sometimes unintentionally Hilarious. Like I said, if there's a positive to take from this, it's the fact that the limitations that were shown here gave rise to the need for greater budgets and more technology when it came to attempting things like this. Number one, Star Trek Enterprise The Gorn. <laughs> I mean, this is a winner. The absolute winner of worst CGI has to go to The Gorn, the very same creature that will probably win any list for worse makeup and costuming as well. Now, the final season of Enterprise has many of the best episodes on the show. Two such episodes are the two-parter in a mirror darkly. They're set entirely in the mirror universe and they're a lot of fun watching the crew play out evil versions of themselves along with boarding a 60s accurate version of the USS Defiant. I mean, there's even a Tholin in the episode which looks pretty good all things considered. You simply just have to see the funny side. I mean, I've said it a few times in this list, but let me spell it out to you. Humans and CGI at this time just did not mix. Well, not in this case anyway. I don't even want to think about how Scott Bakula felt rolling around on the floor with, well, was it nothing? Was it another actor? I mean, I'll go as far as to say I preferred the one that Kirk fought in the original series, Arena. Some people say that they think this poor quality was an intentional and tongue-in-cheek move from the Enterprise crew. And if you look at it like that, then I guess it completely adds to the hilarity of the episode. Maybe one day, the Gorm will appear in either Discovery or Picard, where they might be represented as a more formidable race. Or they might just have somebody in a rubber suit. Who knows? Thanks to this wonderful CGI offering, they remain the funniest and cuddliest warrior race in the Star Trek canon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.